hey, care. guess what? What? We finally have a full Democratic ticket. Kamala Harris is going to be our vice president. Yes, a truly historic pick. And she's an intelligent, brilliant questioner who is going to be great at her job. Also, write down October 7th as the day she's going to make Mike Pence cry. She may not have been your first pick. She wasn't mine. But this ticket excites me. And what's really exciting is getting to vote to kick out this whole garbage administration. That's right. And it's going to be a fight. To learn how to get involved, go to votesaveamerica.com slash everylastvote. There you'll find everything you need to vote on November 3rd. Donald Trump and his installed lackey at the USPS are doing everything they can in the middle of a pandemic to sabotage mail-in voting. So if you decide to vote by mail, make sure you send it in at least two weeks early. And don't forget to research your down-ballot races. We need to take the Senate back and we need to keep the House. If you're able, young, and healthy, you can also sign up to be a poll worker on Election Day. Most poll workers are folks for whom COVID-19 would be deadly. Those of us who are less susceptible can take their place. I did, and I'm so excited to help Chicagoans cast their ballots. You can also volunteer to phone or text bank. We need to ensure that all Americans are aware that Republicans are doing their favorite thing, suppressing our right to vote. Maybe this ticket doesn't represent all the change you wanted to see, but take Noam Chomsky's advice. The left position is you rarely support anyone. You vote against the worst. You keep the pressure and activism going. Vote for Biden and then haunt his dreams. He is running on the most progressive policies in American history, and that is encouraging. So vote early. And send that mail-in ballot as soon as you can. Sign up to be a poll worker. And volunteer when you can. There is nothing more imperative than getting the wannabe dictator and all of his sycophants out of the White House. VoteSaveAmerica.com slash EveryLastVote. And on November 3rd, vote, honey! Hey, this is my best friend, Carolyn. And this is my best friend, David. We're a couple of vodka lovers. With a codependent relationship over a decade long. And this is Will Will and Grace and Vodka. Vodka. Cheers. Turns out that Aperol and cherry bubbly tastes like a melted popsicle. Ooh, I am into that. Mm -hmm. Hello, everyone, and welcome. Hi. Welcome to our play. Hello, it's our play again. Radio play. It's our radio play. Where we where we act out Will and Grace. Yeah, we're gonna do the whole show for you. Whole but show. just the sounds. Um and we'll describe all the jokes too, so that they for maximum comedy. Mm-hmm. We'll explain I have, them. I, I have really big podcast news. I just Oh, tell me about it. Um I have ordered new stools for the oh. table that I'm sitting at. So no longer will you hear the creaky creaking of these cheap ass stools I got nine years ago. What a thrill. Where, oh, well, I need to know where you got the stools from. Actually, Target. Oh, okay. So All right. What time, do they look like? I, I want to surprise you next <sighs> okay. week. Okay, great. Great. I can't wait. Um, I'm very excited about them. They look really comfy um, because these are just those like, you know, that cheap pub table you got 10 years ago? Yeah. The one we Me? all got. Yeah. Uh-huh. With the with the no back and the nothing chairs yeah. that are yeah. um, held together with screws that no longer have any traction and, on them and, and a dream mm-hmm. and are basically falling apart. Well, finally getting rid of those. Thank you. I'm really happy Thank for you. you, David. How was your week? My week has been good, not super eventful. Um, 
<laughs> That's such a lie. <laughs> um, the biggest lie. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was good. I had a big week. Things are, like, pretty okay in my world right now. Um, but not in the world at large, because no. it is still 2020. Chadwick Boseman died yesterday, y'all. Ugh. So fucking sad about it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, and it's shocking because no one knew he was ill and for four he, years he was he did Ill. so much in that time and in his life and we didn't deserve him. So he went home. Yeah. Uh, 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 so but sad. if you just watch, watch a few tribute videos to him because he was a wonderful human being and we were lucky that we had him for the time we did. In similarly horrible garbage news, the Republican National Convention that was this week, I paid as little attention to it as possible. Um, I tried to watch Trump's speech because, you know, must know what the enemy... I listened to Hermione Granger, and you have to know what the enemy is saying. And I watched 10 minutes of it with the crooked media thread going Mm -hmm. because that's the only way I could tolerate any Republican nonsense. Yeah, And I, I had to turn it off. Yeah, I I couldn't. I never. I didn't do any of it. Also, TBH. cheers to Ivanka's run in twenty twenty four, which is one hundred percent going to happen, guys. Just FYI. Ew. I mean, like these people are nightmares, and we hate them. Obviously, yeah. I also I, just listened to Mary Trump's book, and all of you, if you are interested in psychology and also some gossip, highly recommend because it is fascinating. They are all sociopaths, and we don't need them. So, is she herself a psychologist? Mm-hmm. She's a clinical psychologist. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, fascinating. Yeah. I, I, I'll have to give that one a give, give that one a shot. Right now, I'm listening to Padma Lakshmi's book. Oh, um, lovely. Her memoir, which is called Love, Loss, and What We Ate. And she's so fucking cool. I, love I am her. just so David and I this week discovered that we're both watching Top Chef, like old episodes of Top Chef. For the first time. For the first time like, ever. <laughs> we we started at like the same time and we did not know. It's no. a little bizarre. It is bizarre that there's one thing about your life I didn't know. And also that it's the same thing about your life that I yeah. also did not know. It's very and strange. it also tracks that we're both loving it for the same reasons. Yes. That yeah. is correct. But like clearly we are now both obsessed with Padma. Just yeah, some oh. years. Like fifteen oh. years too late. Or later. So very much else. so. Um Gosh, I love Padma. She's I do need to watch her so cool. Hulu show. It is incredible. I actually watched that before Top Chef, and that was what made me want to watch Top Chef. Where I was like, so why funny. have I not been watching Top Chef? She's incredible. Um, her show's beautiful. You'll cry. Um, also, it is wild how reality TV was in, like, you started, you said at the fourth season? I started at season four, yeah, Chicago, yeah. which was I started 07. at episode one. And I Which mean, was before it, Padma. It, well, and it, yes, it, and bad. Katie, mm. no, you're bad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> she was a terrible host. Um, but, like, it's just wild to see reality TV in that time. Like, even 10, 15 years ago, like, how awful everybody is. Yep. And, like, the jokes people get away with and the things they it, say. Like, it's super crazy. Speaking of TV, that's old. Will and Grace is oh, what is we are here to talk about. Not a podcast where we just talk to each other. I mean, it is, but also the people want to hear about Will and Grace. Sorry, guys. Didn't mean to do that. I'm not. You don't pay for this. 
Um, but you could if you wanted to by just visiting our Patreon page. That's patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka. And hey, if you, you don't want to do that, a... you could just give us a five-star rating wherever you're listening. That would be awesome. And we know that if this is your first episode tuning in that you actually haven't gotten any Will and Grace related content yet, just trust us, okay? Give us your money. Give us five stars. <laughs> we know what we're doing, Okay. 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 Give us your money. Give us your money. Uh, Carolyn, how are you? We did this already for the last 10 minutes. I don't think I asked you, though. Oh, I'm fine. Um, What are you drinking? Vodka. Uh, It's still that same, like, honey citrus vodka. So I'm just having it with some uh, tonic water, which is quite yummy. Mm, I'll bet that cuts the sweetness in a nice way. Mm-hmm. It's quite good. Um, I'm How having, as I mentioned, Aperol with cherry bubbly, which cherry bubbly is incredible. It kind of tastes like Dr. Pepper, which now making that comparison makes it feel strange that I put Aperol in it. Anyway, um, this is Will and Grace and Vodka, where we talk about Will and Grace. What we talk about vodka while we drink Will and Grace. We're on episode 607, titled Nice and White and Satin. <laughs> Original air date, November 13th, 2003. Now, I don't get the title. Like, I know Nights in White either. Satin is a song. Yeah. I don't know what it has to do with this episode, except that Jack ends up wearing white. I think that might be the through line there. Okay. Uh, directed it's, by James Burroughs. It's a reach. <laughs> it's a reach. Written by Bill Rubel. Tell me, Carolyn, what's this about? What's all this? What's the this? Hulu, what's happening? What's going on? Hulu video. Okay. The Hulu video summary is, an unorthodox doctor, Jack Black, gives Karen her annual physical. Jack begs Will to support his decision to become a student nurse. Hulu, for one time, you did an okay job. Yeah, this is not bad. Not bad. Except Jack Black is only in the one scene. Yeah, but it's a long scene. Tell me the trivia. Oh my god! I know! I know! I know! I had not, clearly had not done any research because carolyn's in charge of that um <laughs> guest star jack black was in a long-term relationship with laura keitlinger nurse sheila also a writer and a producer yeah. on the show they dated who, from 97 to 2005 oh yeah uh besides occasionally playing nurse sheila keitlinger wrote six episodes of will and grace between 2000 and 2005 Deborah Messing had only a small appearance in this episode in a scene at the very beginning of it where she was at KFC on the phone with Will. We know. We know. We watched it. That's not trivia. Um, the, the trivia is because she was pregnant. Right. Um, <laughs> they forgot the part where it's trivia. <laughs> uh, are there any people of color in this episode? There are. Shockingly. Great. Um, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. Um, let's see. This is a fun one. I feel like mostly it was a vehicle for Jack Black in some ways. And also 100%, yeah. like a little bit of like a space filler to also and that, that also served the purpose of getting Jack on this path. I have a feeling that the writer's room heard Deborah Messing was pregnant and wouldn't be able to do all that she usually did. And they probably had broken some episodes already that uh they were looking forward to doing mm-hmm. and because she was pregnant and feeling ill as we learned last episode she right. couldn't do as much so they had to let jack black on and and then yeah. develop jack's story 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cute. It's a yeah. cute epi. Yeah. Um, shall we dive in? Oh, we shall. Um, Will has a new crummer. Oh. I'm obsessed. Love a crummer. I want one. Why don't I The American I have ones one? are more sturdy, but he's feeling sporty, so he got an Italian. And Jack's like, well, you're going to have a hell of a time getting parts for that one. Oh, my God. It's just the quippiest, cutest opening. Um, Grace calls from Cambodia, where she is in a KFC, mm-hmm. which is... Right on brand. Grace. Right on and, brand. And holding a hat just so. In so we can't tell belly. how pregnant she is. <laughs> um, Will's so proud of her for saving the world. And she says she's at the clinic. And then they hang up. And Jack says, where was she, Burger King? And he said, no, sounded more like a KFC, which is perfect. <gasps> oh, my God. I want fried chicken. Oh, wow. That sounds uh, delicious. It, we are recording earlier on a Saturday. So yeah, I'm I haven't hungrier. Had lunch yet. I'm hungrier than normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want fried chicken. And also we're like an hour into our conversation already we because we were like hanging out, you know, because we're best friends. And also because we had like we had business to attend to. Oh, yeah, um so that means that I'm actually on my second break. Sarah. Yeah, I kinda wanna go get another one, and I will probably. Yeah, at some point. Um so Karen comes in and says, I'm not here. And if anyone asks if I was here, I already left. Mm-hmm. And Will says, did you go to your physical? You have to prove you're in good health because you're on the board of uh, whatever it is. Walker and Associates. Walker and Associates. Walker Inc. Walker. Walker whatever. Whatever. Walker and Burger. she says, no, I totally went. And she hands him a, uh, a x-ray of a cat. <laughs> and then she says, meow. <laughs> <laughs> she's scared of the doctor correct yeah i am terrified i hate the doctor i won't go (laughs) i just thought about what she does when jack black tries to touch her later (laughs) (laughs) uh she she says she i usually skip the doctor and go straight to pharmacist Mm -hmm. and will and great will says that he and jack will take her and she hisses at him and it is perfect uh, so we roll credits and we jump to the doctor's office. Ding, ding, um, ding. Oh, please. Okay, great. Yes. Karen's hair? Oh, okay. Speak on it. It's a bob. Mm-hmm. It's flat. Mm-hmm. She has a one swoopy bang. Uh-huh. And it's really, really matronly. It's very weird, Matronly. David. Why is it so And she's matronly? also wearing like this white sweater, which would be hot, but they've paired it with pearls. I thought I kind of loved the sweater and because to me, so it's like a cable knit sweater with a deep V in the front. Yeah. But the cables are such that they're angled inward, creating an illusion for her already ample bosom. Which is hot, but then they put her in pearls and gave her that matronly style. And I just thought, what? <laughs> Well, her name is Karen after all. Ha ha. Uh-huh. Uh, also, this doctor's office is so fancy. I know. There's like bookshelves and carpet and paint on the walls. It's not like any doctor's office I've ever been to. And it was actually a- absolutely teeming with patients. Right? Uh, <laughs> 
um, which gave me anxiety because this is a pandemic. Um, yeah. Hey, guys, we're still in one. Your family is not immune and you are not immune from them. Oh just Christ. for the record. Please, please just wear a mask and stay home if you can. I know it sucks, but it'll it'll suck so much less if we just try. Just try. Anyway. Um so Jack is looking through highlights. Hmm. Um and Karen goes in to the uh to to her appointment with Will. While Jack chats up, a cute student nurse. He is a cute student nurse. And we get one of those weird voiceovers that they sometimes do. So weird. Um, which I didn't think was necessary. I didn't understand it. Yeah. I mean, I feel like Jack very well could have just said that out loud. He just goes, think, yeah. think about, think, think. No crazy personalities. No invented scenarios. No outlandish persona. I'm a student nurse, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, like he why didn't he just say that out loud anyway um, so we go into this wonderful scene yeah so great so great Karen finds a glove that she thinks is a condom and does a very funny bit yeah. uh, and Jack Black comes in he's a very sweaty doctor yeah. um, <laughs> he tells them I just had to give bad news can I have a minute and they say sure um and he just cries for a while. Weeps uncontrollably. Uh, also, can I just say, School of Rock is one of the, my favorite movies. It is top 10 one of my favorite movies. I did not know that. 100%. I have to admit that I don't find Jack Black funny. I think that he's probably a really sweet guy. And I, I think he's probably matured a lot since this. But like his... like frat boy weirdo shtick back around when this episode came out kind of just like yeah turned turned me off it wasn't it was not it was not weirdly enough it was not for a closeted 16 year old homosexual interesting i can't believe it yeah yeah. um i have always loved jack black and seriously school of rock if you haven't seen that lately it is the most affirming sweetest he's just the he has said it's his favorite project that he's ever worked on oh that's like he because the way the kids are treated by by uh the by him in the movie like they're just they're affirmed he's like oh okay little little gay one you're the you're the fashion person of this group great done can i be band stylist yeah yeah like i mean it's just i just think it's one of the best movies. Um, also, there's a big fucking song at the end, which is the best. Who doesn't love a, who doesn't love a Megamix for the finale? Um, so anyway, he recovers quickly. And Karen is glad she doesn't have to get awful news. Um, and he tries to shill, shoo Will out of the room. And Will's like, no, when, why can't I see any diplomas? Uh-huh. Yeah. Because Karen asks him, Doctor, while I have you. Iconic, iconic. Please, please go on. Milk, milk, lemonade. Around the corner, fudge is made. And they both look at each other like, hmm, yes. I Excellent. How astute. 
And like, I would also be very concerned, Will, that is correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's like, no, seriously, where's your diploma? He was named top doctor in New York Magazine. He has a Harvard medical degree, but doesn't Mm -hmm. keep them on the walls. Um, Karen is on every medication. Or in a frame or folder of any kind, seemingly. No, just in a drawer in an exam room. Why aren't Loose, loose leaf. Presumably he has an office, right? Uh-huh. David, why don't you tell us what happens when the doctor tries to examine Karen's throat? So Megan Mullally has, I think I'm on record as saying that she has one of the funniest screams uh-huh. in entertainment, in the entertainment industry, in the biz, in showbiz. Um, he reaches gently toward her. <laughs> And as he gets close to her, she just unleashes this (laughs) unholy blood-girdling scream that is so funny to me. It is. It's funny. It's like, it's so fucking funny. And he keeps getting close. Like, every time he gets close to her, she does it. And she... (laughs) Right. Um, Hysterically funny moment. Check it out. Yeah. And so Will steps in to volunteer to, he's like, let him, we're going to let him examine me first. So you are not so nervous. And he's ticklish, which is adorable. And then the nurse brings in something and it's Laura. Laura! It's nurse Sheila, who Will mm-hmm. tries to get her to remember who he is and she cannot. <laughs> and then she says, yep. take out your penis and I'll see if I recognize it. Yep. And I loved also too that like, I did not, so I didn't know that they were a couple at this time. And um, when they have their little moment together, I was just like, oh my God, they have such incredible chemistry. Like, this is so funny. Uh, so that that explains that. <laughs> yep. So they flirt completely unprofessionally. She slaps mm-hmm. his butt as she walks out and he turns yeah. around and says, if she weren't my sister. <laughs> It's so unexpected, and mm-hmm. and that's why it's so funny. Yeah. Will re-examines the degrees. Karen decides she's fine and ready to go. She says, your professionalism has won me really over. Won me over. And he's like, cool. Is it okay if I get stoned first? <laughs> oh, dear. So Jack had run away from the waiting room when they got back. Yeah. Out. Mm-hmm. And turns out he signed up for, we're back in the apartment. He signed up for nursing, nursing school. Mm-hmm. And of course he needs money for this. Obviously. Also imagine a world in which an entire semester of nursing school is only $2,700. I mean, it wasn't even that in 2003. So I don't know how they came up with that I don't know where number. they came up with that, that number. Cause that is a. Cause fantasy. I was in college in 2003. It was not that much money no. it was more it was much more yeah. and we did not more, get nursing degrees <laughs> or any degrees uh but like i would assume that given how technical it is that nursing school costs a bit more than theater school um which is where <laughs> we went if you that wasn't already obvious um why did we do that i don't know ah i should have stuck with biology uh that's not true um so karen says no and so does will and he's like but i had i found my true calling and he gives him this whole speech 
-hmm. And he says, I hope you both die. Does he? He says no, something like that. Not and then die, he says, because nurses try to prevent death. You have cramps and you have adult acne. Yep. Slams <laughs> Which is Storms a away. way better curse. Oh, much scarier. Uh, and Will's like, of course, we're going to give him the money. And Karen says, of course we are. It's what we do. We're Will and Grace. Now come sit <laughs> here on the couch with me so we can dry hump. <laughs> I love the friendship between the two of them. Um, I think it's very sweet. And I, I found in this episode, I didn't miss grace. <laughs> did you? Yeah. No, <laughs> because I mean, they did such a great job of yeah. like being like, look over there. Like, the, right. These, exactly. Like, look, it's Jack black. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in that regard, it's sort of like, okay, well, all of these sort of, like, stunt-casted kind of, you know, superstar cameos are more or less a distraction from the mm -hmm. fact that one of the two titular characters is unavailable completely. Uh, but it works. It's still funny and fun. And, uh, like, I don't know, it always kind of makes me smile when somebody who's a regular on a TV show that's really established is out because they're like, because they're having a child. Like it always, I'm always like, Oh, I'm happy for them. Like. Yay. Yeah. Sorry. I got distracted by the three texts from Democrats that just came in. Oh my goodness. Did you, well, well, while we're on the subject, text them back and ask if universal parental leave is part of the plan. Because that's what okay. that's that's what that's what Deborah got here. Um, oh, excellent point. Thank you. Um, so so I can't give you guys any more money. I'm sorry. No, please. <laughs> I love you. I, Good luck. <laughs> ask people who haven't given you money yet. Um, do do do. Okay. Karen comes into the apartment the next day and says she got her physical results, but she can't look at them, and she's holding a little prescription bag. Um, <laughs> And Karen says, if I'm fine, God, I will serve you for the rest of my life. And then she's fine. And so she laughs and says, ha, ha, ha. She was crossing her fingers. Yeah. Uh, and Will says, you just need to take some calcium. For people who are of a certain, for people in their foot, for people, rich people need calcium, which I thought was hilarious. Honestly, uh, someone should try that tactic with conservatives. I, in, in order to stay rich, you actually have to disseminate some of your money to the needy. Nope, because that still has that touches their money. Sorry. But what if we just like frame it differently and trick them all? I mean, they have been tricking poor Americans since 1976. So, so let's flip the script. Let's do it. Um, so Karen spits up the pills. <laughs> And it is, it is a wonderful bit. But like a couple of them, she just lets them fall out of her mouth. Like, it, oh, God. She's I wonder how many takes that took because it looked like I would have been I would have been breaking. A hundred percent. I could barely even describe the screaming bit. I clearly would not be a person who can reliably get through a comedic take of any kind. <laughs> not with Megan Mullally. No. Uh, so Jack comes in and Karen says, we called the nursing school. We paid for school. We got your uniform. We feel bad because everything you do is dumb, but this was not. Mm -hmm. um, Jack says he's through with nursing and wants to surf. 
David's doing a little surfing motion. Yeah. Um, and they're mad because they were supportive and he gives them the same speech. He banishes them to Walgreens sales associate and Will is her <laughs> wife. <laughs> She's yeah. very funny. So Will and Karen go over to the hospital, which is weird. Uh, yeah, ner- like get- learning hospital? It must be to get the money back from nursing school. And Uh it turns out Jack had been there for a week already. How? I know. How we missed that. I bet there was a deleted scene. Oh, yeah. Or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. So the head nurse thinks Jack is amazing and a promising student. And like, they can't believe it. But he had this enormous impact on their class for that one week. And one student nurse runs away crying. And they even let him sleeping with someone (laughs) slide. Because his aptitude exams were the highest in his class. Also, there's a lovely joke that I remember from watching this episode when I was younger where Aww. there's where this like uh the person who's talking, like the receptionist or whatever, she's like, We haven't seen we haven't had a, a, a nursing student this promising since Pilar something something. Parabunda. P- Pilar Parabunda. Um uh and Karen goes, oh, did you hear that? She's better than Pilar. It's so funny. Uh, and I loved that joke. Um, so back at the apartment. Karen and Will find Jack polishing, waxing his surfboard, excuse me, wearing ding, 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 hideous, disgusting board shorts. Board shorts. <laughs> they're long. They, are, they fit poorly. They're oddly like flowy and blousy. Yeah, what are they're you bo- doing? They're below the knee. They're hideous. Um, and so they say, that that's my ding, ding, ding. It's not exciting, but, you know, sometimes you get what you get. Uh, so they say to Jack that he needs to stick with nursing because he's really gifted. And again, most things you like are stupid. And this isn't. So. Yeah. And then Karen does remember Pilar Palabunda's name and Will gets mad at her. And she says, oh, right. Oh no, that's just the name I used to beat up businessmen in cash for cash in Chinatown. Also, love this Robin Hood alter ego. Yeah, for what's Karen. that about? Um, uh, so Will tells him, like, we know it's not like one of your pretend jobs. And Jack flips out a little, and he knows he's good. He's just afraid of the success because then, you know, if he's successful, if he gets a steady job, if he has, you know, a shirt to wear, <laughs> to money work, to pay his bills. Like, yeah. Um, he won't be himself. And when Will calls him sweetheart, even though what follows is not the sweetest thing. Yeah. It's so cute. It is so cute. I also like really got what Jack was saying in this moment because like it wasn't, it wasn't all that long ago that I sort of like pivoted in my professional life from being a performer full time to doing other things that are also like, meaningful but that are like maybe a little bit more reliable financially and that was a worry I did feel a little bit like am I selling out am I giving up who I really am like yeah and every time I sort of start a new venture or I move in a different direction in a way that sometimes might feel like I'm moving further away from who I actually am I do have a moment of pause where I'm like oh am I the man now um, <laughs> um, and so like, I guess I'm saying I get it. Yeah. Even though like I he's mean, saying he's framing it in a comedic way, but I do get the sentiment. 
Yeah, absolutely. And success is scary and putting yourself out there is scary. And we mm -hmm. all have been there, Jack. Uh, Karen gives him this great speech. She says, I was terrified when I started Grace Adler Designs. And she goes on about how she rose up. And, <laughs> and she ends with, yes, there's no connections. But if you pause in the right places and emphasize the right words, it sounds very inspiring. And that got me so good. And we all need to learn to listen when propaganda is happening. I was just about to say, is she a propaganda writer? Speech writer. It's, it's happening, by the way. Mm -hmm. All the time now. Mm -hmm. FYI. Mm -hmm. The best is yet to come. That woman <laughs> is unwell. Like that 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 person. No, she's a like, hideous, to, racist, to be bullshit asshole, and she doesn't need to be examined. She knows exactly what she's doing. Well, then I and hope I she think dies in pain. Um, I, uh, I I think uh, that gives an out to people who are who know exactly what they're doing, and she knows exactly what she's doing. She's not unwell. She's fine. So is Melania, by the way. Oh, I don't, I don't buy into, I don't, I don't buy into this no. None Melania of these women... bullshit at all. I just think she's a bad person. <laughs> yeah. They're all bad people. They know exactly what they're doing. They know, they know exactly what they believe. Anyway, sorry. Jack so, makes her take her calcium pill like a cat. Mm -hmm. It like strokes her neck Stroking to get her to swallow neck. it. Yep. And the perfect callback to her being a cat in the first scene. Like it's hysterical. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. Um, and then he says, I just wanted to get her bones healthy and strong or whatever. And Will's like, see, you should be a nurse. You didn't even laugh when I said bone. And then he does a little bit. It's very cute. Um, and then we get a little tag outside at Cafe Jacques. What happens here? Oh, she says her bones feel strong. She yeah. said she slapped a servant and yep. they didn't just flinch. They fell right to the floor. Great. And then Jack comes out in his nursing whites and he says, yes. finally, a legitimate reason to wear white hose. <laughs> it's very cute. End of episode. End of up. Do we take away? No, I genuinely don't. I genuinely I... don't have anything this time. I don't either. Yeah. Um, Other than I'm glad that we are introducing this storyline for Jack. Me too. And also we're re-entering familiar territory with me mm -hmm. plot wise. Like, oh, I remember how this goes. Mm -hmm. um, uh, David. You know who's coming soon? Hugh. Vince. Oh. You I'm so warning you all right now. Vince is like dreamboat. Boy, like boyfriend material for to to me he is the biggest mistake will ever makes um in Ooh. not locking that down like he is kind he is sweet he is a good man Ooh, but i th we're gonna have to we're gonna have to reconcile with him being a cop now though i was just gonna say um <laughs> hey also uh, um until the election is over uh depending on the outcome this is going to be a political podcast. I cannot stop myself from talking about it. I can't stop from thinking about it. And everything I view has the lens of politics. And sorry. Well, I mean, like, I also just want to say, you know, as somebody who, like, is your best friend, that 
there is nothing wrong with like being political. You're like you, Carolyn, are political because everything's political right now. Everything's and, political um, right now. If we don't, you know, talk about it and keep it really at the front of our mind and keep our eye on the ball, you know, like things could get worse, which is almost unimaginable at this uh, point. Yeah. This past week was terrifying. Yeah, and it really was. We so. are, we are, if he wins again, then we will be in fascism. America will be dead. So anyway, hope you guys are fighting. Hope you're going to vote. Uh, support us at patreon.com slash Will and Grace and Vodka. Thank you to Patrick and Emily J, Dara T and Natalie G and Nikki B for your patronage. Uh, y'all are the best. Thank you. Please rate, review, and subscribe and share. Uh, we love that. Yeah, we need five stars. Thank you. PG Hanky, thank you for our theme music. It's unbelievably catchy. And thank you to Sasha Gerritsen. Your executive production is also unbelievably catchy. I don't know how you pulled that off, but yeah, I but cannot get the sound of your voice out of my head. I love you. Uh, we drank us. vodka. We did uh, follow us at Will and Grace Pod on Instagram and Twitter, and you can follow both of us at Certainly David and at Care Soso. Say goodnight, Gracie. Goodnight, Gracie.